February 28th. Welcome back to Edgework. I'm Zach Phillips. Joined here today by Matt Helper as well as Alex Moretto. We'll break down both NHL games for tonight. Talk a little bit about the New York Rangers, maybe the Rempire State Building, as it's being called here now, Albert. So get your thoughts on that, that whole situation. But before we get into any of that, I want to remind people that today's show, as always, is sponsored by BetStamp. The easiest way to improve as a sports better is by using multiple sports books and always getting the best odds. We recommend using an odds comparison tool like BetSamp to help you do so. BetSamp compares odds across every sports book, whether it's for games, futures, or player props. You can save time and money by checking BetSamp before you bet. So make sure to download the app today. It is available on iOS, Android, as well as on the web. And if you are looking to sign up for a new sportsbook account, please check out the offers available at betstamp.app slash edgework. That's betstamp.app slash edgework. It does help support the show if you sign up using this link, which you can find in the description of this video, either here on YouTube or uh, on podcasts as well. So make sure to check that out. As for yesterday and the day that we had, we had a solid Monday there. Uh, back in the winning column, we had a solid Saturday, five and one day for us as well. Yesterday, four and four night, we just lose about 0.29 units there on the day uh, with negative 3.3% ROI for yesterday's picks. That'll bring us to 266, 265, and five on the season. Over uh, That's 537 bets, 5.6% ROI. We are still up 30 units on the season here so far. Now, look to turn it around here today. Obviously, only two games ahead of us, but nonetheless... Um, Albert, we'll go to you first here. I'm just curious your thoughts because this first game we're going to go to is the Rangers against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Rangers obviously have their win streak snapped the other day, and it does come at the hands of the Columbus Blue Jackets. What are your thoughts on where the Rangers are currently at so far this season, the win streak coming to an end, and how they fare against the Columbus Blue Jackets in this rematch here tonight? Yeah, so I guess first the win streak. Like, I think anyone who doesn't see it as somewhat fraudulent of a 10 game win streak wasn't really paying a whole lot of attention. Um, they probably deserve to lose like at least two of those games. Like Dallas, they got thoroughly dominated and Igor just stole it. Philly on Saturday, they played quite terribly and Igor was dominant again. Um, but the East is very weak this year. So when you look at kind of like their outlook as a whole, like Florida's a juggernaut, like we all know that. But outside of that, there's just seems to be this group of teams right there with Carolina, with Boston, with Tampa, with Toronto. I mean, you can even go down to like the Devils. Like all of these teams are good, but have major flaws. So you kind of look at the outlook for all of them. Like the Rangers are certainly in that mix, but I, I do see some separation between Florida and everybody else. Yeah, well, and we've talked about that a few times here where we're locking in some Florida plays or trying to lock in some Florida futures and stuff, and that would come at the hands of Alex Moretto, the undertaker. What are your thoughts on uh, on this Rangers win streak that had come to an end? And also curious where you're at with this Habs team because I, I, I had heard something, and I, I wanted to get your thoughts on it. I wanted to wait here till the Wednesday show, but we were talking. they were talking on Toronto Sports Radio about – happiness meter of coaches canadian coaches around the nhl and they had ranked marty st louis near the bottom more so in terms of him just being fed up here at this point with having to continue to lose which obviously organizationally that's the direction they're trying to head in but more from a competitive standpoint for marty what are your thoughts on where this team is at right now uh, their their level of competition and just briefly what what went on with that rangers win streak 
Um, I think Albert was fair in his assessment, which is a refreshing change of pace. Um, but the Rangers' <laughs> win streak definitely was a little bit fraudulent, I would say. Um, Igor is back very much so, which is cool for them. But yeah, their, their numbers, their underlying numbers were pretty ugly altogether during that win streak. And I think they were due for some positive regression, which is why they had, you know, some some variants go their way. But um, yeah, coming, crashing back down a little bit into that, like they looked like a, they were, the win streak made them out to be some elite team, but obviously they're much more in that tier below Florida, like uh, like Albert was saying. So I think that's fair. Um, before we get to the Habs, it's funny how we went through yesterday's recap and didn't even discuss the fact that two of the losses were on your Toronto Maple Leafs. So I like how we just glossed over the Austin Matthews not scoring again, the Leafs getting spanked by Vegas. Um, Zach I throwing home on the If Russell and I were on the Tuesday show, um, there's no chance we're betting the Leafs. There's no chance we're betting Matthews. So I think the the guys that filled in for us did us a disservice, and that's the last time I'll ask them for a favor. Um, so <laughs> I, I'm a little bit hurt. They didn't even walk in and under yesterday. It was uh, altogether um, pretty rough. Uh, pretty rough that that happened. So I feel a little bit slighted by that. Um, in terms of Marty, I, I don't think Marty is unhappy. I mean, I think he knew what he was signing up for. Like he wasn't signing up for a very quick turnaround or rebuild. This was like we're very much going to be. Uh, in the tank for a while. Um, I think Marty has done a great job with the team for the most part. He's really helped the development. And, you know, he's the reason Slapkowski stayed up with the team while people were, you know, saying he should go down to the AHL or whatever. He wanted him there. And I think he's done a good job with them. Um, everything you've seen from Marty so far shows that I think he's a very good coach, but it's very different coaching a team with no expectations versus coaching a good team. So We'll learn a lot more about him in maybe a couple of years, uh, assuming he's still around, when the team is like supposed to be winning again. Because it's a lot harder to coach a team, a good team, uh, to be good than it is to coach a bad team to just play good hockey. Well, as for yesterday's, uh, first of all, that regulation time win, that's on that's on Russ there. So we'll hand that over to him. I, I, I thought it was... Okay, I, I don't know. That was one of those games, I think, predictably, if you just look at the Leafs from a narrative standpoint, you're going to look at them and say, you know what, this is probably the one that they lose. You finally come back from a long road trip. You beat Vegas. You beat Colorado. F first game back at home. Yeah, this is the one that this team drops, and of course they do. Uh, as for the Matthews play, yeah, that was me. I said it yesterday when I locked it in. It was look. It was sent over to me. I'm not gonna. It's not his fault. I'm the one who locked it in. So I am actually. I am taking blame. But for those who were in the chat, they saw it there as well. It got sent over and said, "Zach, lock in the play I sent you." Moreto, you know our friend Eric. I saw there. that he was in the chat. Said, "Said go for it." And I do agree with the number. I. I mean, yeah, he didn't score, but I think that that's a bet I'm making 10 times out of 10 uh, in those situations. Matthew's coming up plus 100 or better, which was available in some spots in Ontario. I, I know he didn't score. It's it's results-based to a certain extent there. It's tough to swallow that pill, but I am making that bet every single time that that one pops up, given the circumstances of where it's at this year. So it it is what it is but i said on the show i knew that i was going to catch some heat from you i just tried to see if i could get past it myself without having to bring it up so 
It it's is fair. If, is. Uh, if Matthew scored at least one, I think we all know I would have lost that over uh, pretty easily, too. <laughs> yeah, so it's very results-oriented results show here. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, speaking <laughs> yeah. of glossing things over, you talk about, like, not giving out any unders last night. Let's not pretend like you wouldn't have bet on that Capitals Red Wings under with 11 goals in it. So uh, I did. You could I did have, bet you it. Could have, <laughs> I did exactly. bet it. I did you could have come on today and bitched a little bit more about the Red Wings, which uh, I did. You know, bet that you know they're one of your favorite teams this year. Um, I know, um, Zach. You got to stop giving out these homework plays, man. Like it's, uh, but I mean, to the least thing, right? Like, and it is very narrative-y, but you, you kind of had to know that this was a spot for them to lay an egg, especially after like they pounded Vegas on the road last week too. Like this is just kind of like, yeah, all right, yeah, come yeah. back home, you're playing the same team again, like. Yeah, you, you've seen the Leafs uh, do this. I don't even know how many times at this point. Yeah, and I think too. I mean, the the other thing is like, I don't I don't think that they actually played that poorly last night. Like that was a game they could have won, they could have lost. Like it was one of those just kind of vanilla games. Like you're just kind of hovering right in the middle. I thought where it was like, hey, you you made enough mistakes to give Vegas an opportunity that that team's good enough. They're going to capitalize. I talked about it last night. I talked about it multiple times. To me, it comes it comes down to the one thing that got exposed last night more than even the guys on the ice and the level of play was on the ice was the idiocy behind the bench. Uh, I mean, you go on a seven-game win streak where Morgan Riley and TJ Brody aren't paired together at all. You put them on together in the Colorado game for five minutes, and within that five-minute span, Colorado scores twice. You split them up again. You come back, you win the game, and then all of a sudden here uh, in game number eight to try to extend this win streak, it's like, ooh, I know better than everyone. I know better than results, and we're going to put TJ Brody and Morgan Riley back together. And it's like, well, it didn't work for 50 fucking games, you moron, and then it all of a sudden worked seven games without it. And now all of a sudden, like, you're going to put them back and see if it works again for 51. Uh, some of those things are mind-boggling to me because guess what? Uh, Vegas's first, second, and third goals of the night, you want to take a wild guess of who was on the ace and which pairing was heavily involved in the puck ending up in the back of the net? Uh, yeah, that would have been Morgan Riley and TJ Brody. So um, it, that's, like, the tough thing for me where I'm, like, watching the team. I'm like, I don't think they played that badly. I think Vegas probably still wins, but... Maybe you take away some stupid decisions from uh, from the guy who got kicked out of the game last night, and maybe it's a little bit closer. Maybe you have a better opportunity to win. But the other thing I want to add here is that's, that that's all I got. Keith has got a lot of credit over this win streak for not playing the top line or the top guys as much because that's a big downfall of his, uh, and that has been a big downfall of his for many years now. Is that he's just playing the top guys too many minutes. It's hard to be that effective when you're playing 25, 20 eight minutes a night, well, more so, more so 25, but like 25-ish minutes a night as a forward. Um, he utilizes those guys too much, whatever. So in this win streak, he has done a much better job of spreading out ice time, not using those top guys as much. It's like, it's not some drastic change he's made. It's literally a lot easier to do that when you're playing weaker opposition and you have the lead for so much of the games. Like you're going to be, you're up to nothing early in games. You're going to be able to take your foot off the gas and not play those. Cause I don't think he's made a fundamental change. I think it's just been more circumstantial than anything. Um, and I think you'll see as we go forward, as the Leafs, you know, not necessarily come back down to earth, but as they start like playing in more tighter games and whatever and losing games, you'll see these top guys, their minutes go right back up to where they were before. Which is the other thing that concerns me uh, a lot about how this roster shakes out because 
we've talked about here how he just all of a sudden goes back to Riley and Brody being back together because that's his comfort zone. That's his crutch that he enjoys and he wants to see play out. This is this is another one of those things where I agree with you to an extent there, Moretto, but also on top of that, like you get an opportunity here now with John Tavares bumps down to the third line. Guess what? At some point here, you you have to you have to kind of pull away the oh he's got the C he makes eleven million dollars and his name is John Tavares and just realize like if he walks like a duck he talks like a duck then maybe he's a third fucking liner and you got to play him on the third line kind of situation where it's like that's just who he is right now based on his current level of play and there's something in my head that just keeps being like. The second line, I think, works. I think the second line looks good. The third line, I think, probably wor works pretty well there as well. You get some depth, kind of like what Bruce uh, Cassidy had talked about with where his lineup experience last year. At what point here does Sheldon Keefe just say, well, my crutch is John Tavares on the second line, and fuck the third line, fuck the fourth line, and JT, you're back there. And like that, in my head, I'm like, we're going to get back to that point, and it's going to suck. So... I, I, I don't trust this guy one bit. I know Moretto takes the most pleasure in it of anyone in the world because he just gets to watch th this guy spin wheels and figure out what's going on, uh, what his strategy for the night is. So that's pretty shitty, but for myself as a Leafs fan, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, nonetheless, that's that's what's going on here in Toronto right now. That game last night, again, I, I don't think that they like played poorly necessarily. They just like, they just played not well enough that Vegas is going to have an opportunity to win and they just didn't play well enough to basically like say like, no, we're going to win this game. Um, but yeah, a couple win streaks come to an end and maybe the Rangers can start a new one here tonight, avenging the loss that they had uh, to end their win streak against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Here you see them hosting Columbus tonight, minus 245, the Blue Jackets plus 230 and a total of six and a half. Albert, why don't you tee us up for this game here tonight where the price is and if you have any interest in this one to uh, to bet on. Yeah, certainly nothing on the uh, on the side. Um, I think it's kind of in line at this point. I'm not looking to lay minus 240 right now. Um, total, I'm not going to steal all of Moreto's thunder, but I certainly can't play an under here. I'd struggle playing over with how Igor's playing right now. No, you're going to get him back tonight. Um, it's kind of like a weird couple of weeks for the Rangers. Like they tweeted something out the other day. They play four games in a 14 day span here. And then they play like six and nine right after that. So it's like, they have a little bit of lull here and then they just run the absolute gauntlet in the middle of March. Um, so I think you're going to see Igor like probably the next four games, honestly, um, over two weeks. Quick's going to get some time off. But yeah, it, it's certainly over or nothing for me. I, I don't think I'm going to be able to do it, though. Uh, Moretto, are you going to get involved in this total? Um, yeah, so sorry. Just uh, um, sorry. Um, yes, I am going to get involved in this total. I did bet, um, I did bet the over. And I do agree that it is a little bit nervy with Shesterkin potentially starting here. Um, I don't know if Shesterkin's going to start. I will defer more so to Matt here. Um, he what his his prediction is is will be better than mine. Okay, so fair enough. Um, yeah, it was if it's Shesterkin, like it is what it is. I still like the over. Um, I would not play this. Like I I play this at plus money. Um, like minus the one minus 103 at penny is is fine that's probably like the extent of where we go to uh don't really love it at minus 105 um 
like honestly the the blue jackets are playing like seriously high event hockey over the last month or so they've generated since the start of february they have generated um they're generating more expected goals per 60 at five on five than any team in the nhl which includes the devils who have been sort of blacking out in that regard that's 3.45 per 60 and uh the rangers offensively have not been as good but they are not a high volume volume offense they are a very efficient offense and they're an offense that scores on a lot of their chances um they have a very good power play so we don't need them to generate a ton in order to get goals especially against a team as bad defensively and with as bad goaltending as columbus has um, both these teams since the start of february are bottom five bottom four defensive teams in terms of uh chances and expected goals allowed per 60 so just two teams that are not playing good defense whatsoever and um two teams that aren't necessarily generating a ton of offense one of them that is in columbus the other one that just scores on a lot of their chances and uh is a very efficient offense so over 6.5 i like hopefully shesterkin doesn't um rip our hearts out here and uh and deny us this over yeah and the okay. other night like when they played on sunday like that game had something like nine expected goals in it like mm -hmm. elvis was fantastic yeah. the other night too like this is definitely a ma matchup wise like this is definitely one of those teams that the rangers kind of feast on with what you said like if they're going to get a lot of chances like it's just what happens when you have a lot of high-end offensive players is you're going to convert on a lot of those so this is definitely a matchup matchup wise like it over is definitely the play I'm just going to ask you here, Moretto, uh, we see them minus 103 at Pinnacle. There is a bunch of minus 105s out there. You said you weren't as much of a fan of it, uh, of it at that number. I'm just, how would you how is it that you'd want to play this, especially with there being like the one minus 103 outside of that, pretty much at the minus 105 range. I know it seems like, you know, a couple cents don't matter, but they do. Um, I would still do a full play at the minus 103 and I would probably go down to about a half play at the minus 105. All right, there we go. One game down, one bet locked in here on the show. We'll get to the second one here, uh, uh, second game, and as well, we will recap all of the picks at the very end of the show, so don't worry about that. Uh, we'll go through them all as well. If you do want to see what we are betting, you want to see uh, what we, how we've done throughout the course of the season, you can head over to the Bet Stamp app in the Find Better section. As Edgework HQ, you can track our picks on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. You can see how we've done throughout the course of the season as well here. So make sure to check that out and download that. Download the app, iOS, Android, as well as on the web. Now let's look at the second and final game of the night here tonight. The Edmonton Oilers hosting the St. Louis Blues. Edmonton minus 250, yet another big favorite here on tonight's on tonight's board the st louis blues plus 242 and a total of six and a half albert we'll go to you again here first what are your thoughts on tonight's game this uh this big favorite that we're seeing and where the total is currently at man i don't want to lay blues plus one and a half here i i don't think i'm gonna do it it's so ugly um i, I certainly can't back the oilers at this point like Again, another boring little two-game slate here with two big mismatches. Um, I I think it'd be over or nothing for me here, honestly. Like, again, you kind of get Edmonton coming in. Like, they're kind of starting to dominate everybody again. Um, the Blues allowing a lot. They're just not scoring enough. They're just not generating enough for me to kind of get to an over. Um, it's ugly. I, I have nothing here. I'm not going to watch it kind of doesn't exist yeah that's all i got sorry <laughs> <laughs> all right that's all good so uh albert's gonna pretend this one doesn't exist um moretto are you in the same boat or do you have any interest here um i do like 
really, really want to play it under. I just haven't because this is, I mean, look, that we like Albert just said it, the Blues aren't scoring enough. They're not generating much either. Um, and defensively, the Oilers have really tightened things up again. Their defensive record looked a bit worse than it was because Skinner. Um, and Skinner had a couple of rough games in a row, and that kind of made them look like they were a bit more porous than they actually were. But this, like this, this does profile as a game where the Oilers are just going to absolutely dominate. Um, they've been, again, consistently the most dominant team of five on five, and the Blues have consistently been one of the worst. So it's hard to see them generating all that much. But this does has, have the feel of a game that could potentially get out of hand where the Oilers score early and often, and then like it just turns into this sort of, you know, Blues throw caution to the wind, and it's like a six-two type of game where you know things sort of get out of hand. So I do kind of lean under here, but um, just matchup-wise and stuff is enough to sort of keep me off it. And uh, so nothing, but like maybe if we can end up, if the over keeps taking money, we can get like a plus money. Maybe I'll do like a half unit play or something like that at six and a half. Early and often, that's uh, Albers' motto there. So nothing for us in, in this one tonight. We do have one pick for tonight's games. Uh, we do have the Columbus Blue Jackets, New York Rangers, over 6.5, minus 103. That is our one and only bet on tonight's games. Uh, if you are watching right now and you haven't already, please hit that like button here. About less than half the people who are watching have liked today's stream, have liked today's video. So please hit that like button. Subscribe here to the channel. Uh, Albert, as you know, there is a big game coming up on this uh, this Saturday here between the Leafs so and the Rangers. calling it the game of the year. <laughs> I was not calling it the game of the year. I'll tell you that. I heard sure. uh, that came from uh, Alex Moreto <laughs> over there. I think he was. Uh, he can't wait to watch this game. I think my exact words were, there's no chance I would pay money to watch those two garbage franchises. <laughs> I think your exact words were something that we should probably not say on air, actually. But we'll, <laughs> we'll paraphrasing there. I appreciate the ad. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to kind of rely on the chat a little bit here. Over the next couple of days, uh, Albert and Marita will both be back here on tomorrow's show, on the Thursday show as well. So we're going to have a little bit more time here too. So don't worry. Don't feel panicked and pressure to get it done here today. But first of all, I'm going to have to make up for the one chip challenge because uh, it's taken off the shelves if people missed it because uh, they said that they was killing people quite literally so they weren't allowed to sell it on shell on the shelves i was going to do the cinnamon challenge i literally bought a bag of cinnamon and i was going to do that on the air and then i was also told that people were dying from that as well so uh had to pass on that so i need a new challenge to make up for what happened with the so money one uh in the next watch along i will have a habs jersey on so don't worry about that that will be followed through on but what what can Albert? What can you and I do? What can we put on the line here for Saturday's game? We need to think of something. So, if uh, if people in the chat want to come up with some stuff that we could potentially do here, uh, punishments that you would want to see for the loser of Saturday night's game, let us know. But I don't know, Moreto, Albert, you guys got anything off the top of your head here that we could do? <laughs> not nothing. I mean, no, I'm I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, gonna put a Leafs jersey on the Moreto is, so we can. I don't know. That's kind of just lame, though. We can come up. With I'm not involved there. in this wager. Um, we're uh, we're gotta, we'll think of something. We'll think yeah. of we'll think of a few things, and we'll put out uh, a poll on Twitter, and the the winning the winning vote getter will be the uh, the terms of the bet, maybe. 
Yeah, the only thing I'm not doing, I already see a comment, is any kind of this drink some stuff, eat some stuff kind of thing. I have the worst stomach in the entire world. So unless you want to see me puke on air, I'm not puking on air. Uh, that's That stuff's out. I'll puke on air. If it comes down to that's you going there. Um yeah, we'll we'll think yeah. of something. Maybe um maybe someone's gonna have to start an OnlyFans or something. Uh we'll we'll see. We'll oh. see. We'll see. We'll come up with what something. if it gets like really successful? Then <laughs> and then congratulations, you just made a lot of money. <laughs> I mean 10% that of the be... funds are going to the Edgework show for production value at that point. <laughs> Would make more doing that than I've made on hockey for sure. all right that'll do it for today's show if you do have ideas oh the sprite and banana challenge that's one that'll make you puke i I have a video that i've i'll send you guys a video um after uh um all right the sprite and banana challenge that one's not bad if you do guys if you guys do have ideas tweet them at us at edgework hq on twitter you can also comment on this video after we can run something in the community section on youtube but again to make sure that you see that you're going to have to be subscribed here to the channel so you get notified as soon as those posts go up, polls go up. You're going to have to follow us on Twitter so you get to see that, all that stuff there as well. But one bet for tonight, that will be the Columbus Blue Jackets, New York Rangers, over 6.5, minus 103. The three of us will be back here tomorrow morning. So, gentlemen, thank you for taking the time to do this here this morning. Righto, you got one more thing before we go? Yeah, um, you can get plus money right now. That's just the uh, the market reacting to Shesterkin being deemed the likely starter. Um, I again, I wish the t- the timing doesn't always work out great on these. Sometimes it works out really well with these. Sometimes it's just you know when we get to the game, it just happens that the news you know comes a few minutes later. Um, in this case, we talked about it while well, it was minus one hundred three, but yeah, obviously with the Shisterkin confirmation, that's going to take a little bit of money towards the under. So I still like the over, um, knowing that Shisterkin's in net, and now that you can get plus money on um, Penny, that's a uh, again a really good bet. Okay. There you go. Uh, even better number available. Not quite widely yet, but you are seeing a move on Pinnacle, which likely means that the rest will start to follow there as well. So uh, make sure to uh, follow us on Bet St- the Betstamp app in the Find Better section as Edgework HQ. But thanks to everyone who tuned in here today. You'll see the three of us back here tomorrow morning at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. And despite the small slate here tonight, enjoy the games and good luck on your bets.